Tune in this weekend car audio audio Tune in tune in tune in We'll be talking about bass talking about chips talking about rings you ain't got them zip your lip You got a problem you ever found check your grounds The show about to start start tune in 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 this weekend car audio Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton. Hey guys, real quick, I'm going to set up the, I forgot to set up so I can see you guys and stream. How's it going, Jeffrey? Oh, it's going good, going good. How you doing, Doug? I'm doing good. How was your ride home? Man, it, I don't know, isn't it, isn't it when you go to like this, uh, these long trips? The way back home is a lot quicker than it is going out to the, <laughs> going out to the place. It seemed like we were just jamming through uh, the states when we were coming back, but uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I'd say we left like like right around checkout. Checkout was around eleven, uh, and then we didn't get back till back. But uh, it, it damn, like midnight. You got home at midnight. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. All right, somebody test something and throw it in the chat real quick. I want to confirm everything's working. Um, yeah, so how was World Finals for you? It was pretty good. It was pretty laid back. Um, I don't know, maybe the year before, because it was just the one location. It seemed like it was pretty hectic at times, but uh, maybe that's why this was pretty laid back this year. Um you know, wasn't as many competitors in one location. So it was pretty laid back. We got done with uh, Friday. Uh, I mean, we didn't finish all the cars with the pre-inspection on Friday. We had to do some uh, Saturday morning. It wasn't too bad. Um, I think we could have knocked out some qualifying on Friday, to be honest. But, uh, you know, we saved it for Saturday. And, um, yeah, it was overall a pretty laid back uh, finals. Uh, how about you over there in uh, Cali? Um, I was wrapped up, had everything in my trailer by noon, Cali time. <laughs> so, no, that was all good. Um, it was, a um, you know, it was a fun event. Um, our venue is, um, was phenomenal. Um, probably one of the best venues we've had on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, Mike isn't clear. Uh-oh. Say something, Jeff. Test, test, test. I'm going to turn you up a little bit. Try that again. Test, test. All test. right. Now you're about the same level as me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, but yeah, um, so it was, uh, it was a really cool indoor venue. The guys, uh, oh, did <laughs> Julio wants to know, did I find my canopy bag? No, I did not. No way. Somebody swiped it? Oh, uh, an accident, huh? Yeah. I, you know what? Um, I think we might have thrown it behind Justin's tent, the DC Audio tent. Uh-huh. And um, because we did that, um, he, I may, he may have accidentally grabbed it. Mm. Oh, let's see here. Bam. There we go. I'm going to make you just a little bit smaller, Jeffrey. Get okay. you on here. Um, anyway, um, yeah, before we get going too far, I want to say thank you to our sponsors again. Uh, sponsors this week, uh, as usual, is Ebox. Uh, Eric with um, Ebox doing the um, custom installs and designs, Crossfire Car Audio, and Voodoo Customs. Oh, uh, Justin says, yes, he didn't. Josh didn't talk to him. Um, I don't know. I haven't talked to him either. That's, you know, on me. It's, I mean, it's behoven to me to actually make that conversation, right? Um, you you didn't put a Apple, uh, Apple AirTag in, in the, uh, in, the bag <laughs> in my bag. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Wyatt can't be here because he's watching the Packers game. The Packers. No way. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so the, Wyatt can't make it tonight. Um, anyway, uh, so people watching tonight, um, if you guys have any questions or whatever about rules tonight's night, if you guys have a suggestion for rules, we will get that and put that into the um into the judges uh, part of the you know our judge, judging discussion, and see if we can't uh, get those. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, they were in Vallejo this weekend oh. at some motorcycle event, I guess. Uh, I saw Rusty said something about that. Oh yeah, he did a live video. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't like I said. I haven't talked to either one of them, so I don't know what's up. Uh, anyway, so did you see any um, blatant uh, things that you think maybe rules changes? There's Joel popping in. Uh, as far as rules? Yeah. Or um, misinterpretations of rules, you know. Steve Del Santos well, popping in. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, it seems like... It was. It seems like the hardest cars to uh, to judge are basically the the stock classes, pro stock, street stock. Right. <clears throat> Only because it seems like I don't know if it's. I don't think it's misinterpretations, but uh, it just seems like a lot of common sense. Um, well, I guess like as far as like carpet and stuff like that, you know, uh, we want to remain stock. You know, that's what the name implies the stock. So once you start taking out carpet or mm -hmm. even like panels, um, uh, I, I can recall one vehicle in the rear deck panel, um, it just had these cutouts. Mm. You know, he was in the stock class and, you know, I got to be fair, he didn't make an attempt to, you know, put a, a speaker grill on there. But uh, it was one of those fancy speaker grills where, it, I don't know, it, it didn't even look like a speaker grill, but it was in the form of a speaker grill. Okay. So, uh, you know, just one of those things where you, you can't really have a gaping hole uh, and, you, you know, and be in the stock class. Yep. Um, definitely if it's, you know, like a missing door panel or, you know, part of a panel like that, please, you know, get it fixed. Um, you know, uh, it, it just classifies people where they need to be or, you know, it's stuff like that. It just kind of separates uh, pro stock and, you know, super street and, and classes like that. Um, just kind of, you know, maybe make that where everybody's just kind of mindful of that. Okay, hey, all right, I'm going to go for the stock class. Let uh -huh. me try to make everything as stock as I can and just kind of not leave it up for you know, anyone else's interpretation of, of what stock is, you know, you got the call. You could easily look it up on, on Google. Hey, stock interior of my <laughs> so-and-so car. You know, so if, if you see like this uh, center console or, you know, or just you're missing a center console, you got the bolts for it. It's like, Hey, you know, put a center console in there. So, so Justin Stolman's asking if someone has a CRX and takes out the rear panels, uh, what does that go into DB drag? Two woofers, no wall, asking for a friend. <laughs> so where would well, you put that? So as far as like back panels, like uh, on the walls, like right on the walls of the uh, the cargo area part. Yep. Um, yeah, if, if they're gone, then, you know, we, uh, is there anything in place of it? Is, you know, is there like OEM, um, panels, uh, that would really help things. Um, but if it's just straight metal, well, then, you know, we, well, he says, that... yes, there'll be something in replace of it, but he doesn't go into discussion on what, what mm -hmm. be replacing it. Um, so well, we know if it's completely gone, then it, it wouldn't be considered stock. Right. So that we would put them in super street, no wall, potentially, or right. they could yeah. be in pro stock wall 5k. Mm -hmm. Right. 
because everything behind the B pillar, uh, it, you know, in front of the B pillar has to be stocked. But basically, Correct. if you were in the wall class and you're you're missing panels, there would have, you know, you're able to have a wall back there. So even yeah. if you were missing panels, it, it wouldn't make any sense to say, hey, you know, you're in a wall class, you need your panels back there with the wall. No, right. That, <laughs> that wouldn't make sense. Uh, Spencer Stanilin asked uh, OG10K, are door pods allowed? Yeah, door pods are allowed. Uh, are allowed. Uh, yes. There is a specific uh, inch requirement. I think it was like eight inches that you can't go into. Um, it was in the rule book. But uh, yeah, somebody asked me about door pods also. Okay. Um, Justin, Justin Solman says, uh, yes, I hear they will be using quarter inch plywood in place of panels. So if you're replacing panels with quarter inch ply, if it's housing speakers, then you'd still be able to stay in the stock class because you can replace your panels like door panels, uh, for instance, um, with um, baffle boards. So um says but the closure will be side to side under the window line um window line is not isn't necessarily our thing in db drag anymore uh right. we got the wall and no wall line which is based on a box not to exceed and everything attached to it uh 30 inches and it needs to be a minimum of 13 inches from the most advantageous point of the roof for the competitor uh, clearance, right? Clearance from the yes. top of, from the top to the ceiling. Correct. Yes. So that that's going to be important. There's Ebox himself t uh, chiming in there. Um, so I had a small issue at World Finals. Um, mm -hmm. We had uh, Nathan Miller popping in here. Um, we had um, our trunk car, our buddies from Mexico, Roberto which we will have him on the show eventually. Um, but so we had Roberto and um, his amp. After talking to my low volt specialty guys, um, I believe, uh, you know, I truly during the event thought it was a computer error. Uh, but after talking to my low volt specialist specialist on my job site, and if you backfeed a, a Cat 5 or, in my um, instance, a Cat 6A cable, you can actually destroy the cable. And um, so uh, what was going if on, what? if you put backfeed into the cable, mm -hmm. like okay. you have reverse polarity, um, and what would happen is his amp would pop and go into protect and that would send back a signal and we would get a red light on or we would get a error on our side um on the computer saying no voltage detected so um and it happened when the amp went into protect um which could have been I mean, a number of reasons why amps go under protect. Yes. Um, low voltage, low impedance, uh, high right. voltage. Um, wow. Were they able like, to pinpoint on what was causing it to go under protect? I don't know. So it was a particular brand and model that has known to be have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. So, um, but needless to say, um, the competitor he was going against allowed him to, uh, keep his highest of his scores that he did. And, uh, he ended up getting second by one tenth of a DB. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, uh, he was in Kentucky audio dreamland, Chris. Yes, sir. Nick Semino yeah, popping in today. <laughs> uh, Eric, Han Eric Hansen says he had a huge issue. His car was totaled. <laughs> Did, did you hear the story? No, I did so not. Happened? Let's hear about so, it. So uh, Eric, uh, you know, he was on his way to finals. 
uh, he gets into this uh, car accident. He gets rear-ended, and the back of his vehicle was just smashed. Um, you know, fortunately, what it class was, still was he doing? Top dog. He was and doing base race, base right? race and top dog. Right. Okay. Right. So, um, you know, he made it out to world finals. Uh, thankfully, uh, it was still drivable. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty traumatizing experience. I, I mean, it, nobody would have faulted him if he were to say, you know what, guys, you know, I got in this accident. Uh, I, I really need to be home and stuff like that. But, you know, he, he uh, drove out. He made the uh, trip out to finals and uh, with uh, a couple of modifications to the car, uh, he uh, got it playing and got it working. And, you know, that was kind of like a really cool story that uh, he was in this accident, which, you know, he could have just went home, but no, he just decided to go there and compete. Uh, he ended up taking uh, first place in Top Dog. Um, and Oh, he did? You know, yeah. In, 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 oh, in, in Kentucky. Yeah, in Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, he uh, you know represented, um, I guess you'd say, North America in the uh, global competition. Well, he um, he represented the the uh, Eastern um, North American right. Eastern location. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so and which is you know I I really feel is uh, one of the big reasons why he. Uh, ended up getting a competitor of the year because, you know, oh. a lot of his, uh, his work ethic throughout the season, um, every show, like the day before he'd be, uh, uh, practicing, uh, base race and top dog hours on end. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he was like top three in base race points. Um, so yeah, you know, that was a kind of like a cool, Feel good story of finals was uh, yeah. So <laughs> was, uh, Eric Hansen. So, so Steve Dela uh, De Los Santos uh, says ah, poor guy, yeah. but we came through for him. Great job yes. from Luke Hensley. So I take yes, it, Luke it was Hensley. Uh, Steve De Los Santos and Luke Hensley got him uh, basically up and going again. Um, the back was crushed; they couldn't even open the hatch. His his podium was back there. <laughs> so it's like they had to get in there and they were just like crushing metal and they ended up getting this uh, truck and, you know, putting a chain on it and popping it out. Oh, man, it was like, wow, it was like down to the wire. But uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks to Steve De Los Santos and Luke Hensley uh, helping out Eric. Otherwise, Eric, he couldn't have done it himself. So it was all the team effort for those guys. Awesome. Uh, Justin Stolen <laughs> says, uh, don't think that qualifies as sealed unless it's a wall. I'm not sure what he's talking about. Um, something to do with the CRX. Um, okay, so here, here's what uh, he's asking. Uh, Nick Semino, uh, you guys doing a finals recap? Who won? Uh, what world records got broke at finals? <laughs> do you have that up on your screen by any chance? Um, I can. Yeah, why don't you pull that up while I start talking about uh, some other uh, things too. Sure, sure. Um, so in 2007, I don't know. remember if you uh, remember. Um, uh, man, I'm trying to remember the guy's name, but he was one of uh, Brian Diamond's buddies, and he was, he was driving to world finals in, um, in uh, it was San Francisco area. Um, mm -hmm. oh, shoot, forgot the name of the city. It's just south of San Francisco. Anyway, San so Mateo. San Mateo. Yes. San Mateo. And yeah. he rolled his um, Blazer or his um, Chevy, whatever, Yukon or whatever. And, wow. and it was the green one. And it was so destroyed that his girlfriend was following him and she gave him a ride to the. Um, to the world finals, but he never competed again after that day. I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember that or not. What was but. his name? <sighs> green. You said it was a green. It was a suburban. green suburban, just like Nyman's. And it was one of Nyman's friends. Um, let me see if I have his name real quick in my phone book. Can't, I can't recall. 
Justin here says it's a Team Basic guy. Uh, I think he was a Team Basic guy at the time. Um, man, Sean? No. <laughs> I don't Sean remember C. his name. Checking in here says good evening to both of you gentlemen. Ah, there you go. Yep, Sean Crifizer. <laughs> It, it's uh, I think it's pronounced Crossfire. <laughs> oh, that's how you spelled Crossfire. I could see it. Uh, I I think that's just his uh, creative way of. I see it, yeah. Sean Crossfire. <laughs> I see it now. Um. Yeah, he says we are competitors, but brothers in the lanes. Yeah. Um, yes, definitely. So, but anyway, yeah. So, man, his, his name started with an S. I remember if it's Steve, Sean. Uh, something like that. Anyway, yeah, so he totaled his car literally a couple miles from the venue and paid for it and everything, you know, he he was planning on. and um, Yeah, his girlfriend's name was Zane. She had a really weird name, so that's the only reason I remember her name. <laughs> her name was Zane. And, um, yeah, so... But anyway, yeah, that's what happened then. So uh, you have the uh, winners and records pulled up by any chance, Jeff? Yeah, so I have the results for, I guess it's labeled here as a multi-venue. Okay. Would, um, I guess it's that's what's referred to as the uh, World Championships. Yep. Or I've I seen it mentioned as the Global Championships. <laughs> okay. But uh, so... Uh, like DB Drag here, uh, Extreme No Limit. Wow, the uh, the Europeans pulled it out. Uh, <laughs> top two guys, uh, I can't even pronounce the name. Team GZ Pezzy Frank with a 184.3 DB. Who? What class uh, was that? That was Extreme No Limit. Oh, got you. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was uh, all. Uh, Slovenia finals in the uh, extreme class for uh, TV drag. Uh, Pro Side 2K. Um, I don't know if you want me to go down. The yeah, go ahead. Place. Just go down. Uh, Pro Side 2K team last minute with first place, uh, 158.5. Okay. He was actually in the Kentucky location. Um, let's see here. Second place was team Soundsetter Polios. Sorry if I mispronounced the name. <laughs> Uh, that that was pretty a pretty close matchup. Looks like uh, Team Sound Center did a 157.9, so it wasn't too far off. Uh, mm -hmm. ProSoc 5K, Slovenia again. Team B Audio, DB Squirrels, DB Squirrels <laughs> with a 160.5. Wow, out of a ProSoc vehicle. Um, second place, another team name I can't pronounce. He did a 160.1. Man, these. Uh, you know, people from Slovenia, they sure do need to, they sure do know how to make vehicles loud, that's for sure. Uh, Pro Stock No Limit, uh, another Slovenia, uh, Runaway Peter, I can't pronounce his last name, but he's, <laughs> he's unpronounceable. A he's, he's a, a veteran competitor, Peter, oh, okay. uh, 166.5 with Pro Stock No Limit, that's sick. That's a solid uh, number. Oh, yeah. Pro Stock Trunk 5K, uh, the winner, Audio Dreamland Chris, uh, with a 158.4, all up against uh, your guy, Luis Rodriguez. Yeah, that's where we had the air with the clamp. Yeah, yeah, but you know yeah. what, though? And I, he probably doesn't want me to admit this or, or want me to say, but uh, you know a lot of DB draggers or a lot of competitors, just because they have the number, just because we have the number doesn't mean we have to show it. Now, um, I could say, just kind of by watching, you know, their their actions and reactions and stuff. They, that's all they wanted to show. You know, they. I don't want to say purposely, but the they winner, made it more, the, the winner did. Made, Chris yeah. made it more competitive than it should have. Um, I think, you know, honestly, they probably had more in it. But all and, we needed to show what they needed to show. Yeah, so and, that was and, kind of smart for them. And and same with uh, Roberto, uh, <laughs> team oh, yeah. Pro Cab JL or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. um, they, I believe, they had a full DB still left in their vehicle. 
Yeah. At minimum. Yeah. So. I mean, if you want, I mean, what are the cons of, you know, showing it? Uh, okay, somebody sees it, then that that becomes another competitor's goal is yes. to, surpass, to surpass that when, you know, you could have just shown what you needed to win and then, you know. Come on, Jeffrey, I, I you know. used <laughs> to do that too. You know, in, in some cases, but it's like when, when I felt the need, like, dude, I got to go all out, then, you know, that's yeah. that's when I'll turn it up. And then, you know, it's going to have to be on me to, you know, do better the next season. But uh, <laughs> um, to kind of move on here, Pro Stock Wall 5K, another Slovenia competitor with a 163.8. Uh, second place was another Slovenia competitor, uh, 162.8. What class is that again? That's uh, Pro Sock Wall 5K. Okay, hey, real quick, uh, Rick Garcia asking, is there a list from first through sixth on winners from all four locations, like Kentucky first, Cali second, Canada third, et cetera? Um, no, there isn't. Uh, each location, because all that we cared about for the um, for the world finals, the, the final run, the head-to-head, was just the top two loudest guys. The rest of it yeah. didn't mean um, so you won your trophy in your location um, and uh, had your opportunity to try to go all out and go against the world if you could show your biggest number, right? Uh, Nick Semino jumping in with uh, Sab Magan is okay. If you don't need to show the number, why show it? Just do enough to win. <laughs> He's not the first one to come up with that theory. Exactly. Speaking of sandbagger, no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, I think we all, you know, I, I think sometimes too, you're, you're just playing catch up the whole season, and then, you know, just those last couple weeks that you know till finals, you start putting in, you know, more time and effort into it, and then you know sometimes people just surprise themselves. So they do. It's not always that they're sandbagging. It's, it's just. It's that motivation, right. uh, you know, about about a month towards finals. It's like, man, I got to get up off of my butt and, you know, start uh, <laughs> looking for some games. And, and yep. that, that happens also. It's not always, not every competitor always has it in the bag. So let's just kind of put that out there. Yeah, um, true that. Continuing on here, uh, Super Street 1-2. to two. Uh, Slovenia competitor here, Team Caracas. Oh. Man, <laughs> I need I need like Google Translate to help me uh, pronounce these. But uh, wow, one seventy four point six out of a Super Street one to two car. Ooh. Wow, that's just sick. And then second place was uh, a guy uh, we had on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, Team X's Power, uh, also known as Sean Mayo. He oh, was yeah. uh, uh, representing uh, North America. He did a one seventy two point seven though. I think at the final round, he did a 173 and some change, but we all know uh, scores are recorded on winning runs. So That's because correct. he lost on that final run, it didn't uh, record that 173. But uh, if you guys saw the live feed on on uh, dbtv.com, you, you were able to see a 173 out of uh, Sean Mayo. Julio um, says he never gets to practice. He just wings it. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes that's that's the best too. You know yeah. that. You know you put a lot of that effort, and you just hope and pray, and sometimes it works out for you. <laughs> Agreed. All right, moving on. Uh, Super Street three to four, uh, world champion Gorman Cassidy out of uh, the Kentucky uh, venue with a one seventy five point six dB. That is freaking loud. Uh, second place was uh, your guy in uh, California, down to pound Rick with a 160.1 dB. Yeah. Uh, uh, Super Street 5 Plus. Wow, this was a really cool run. Uh, if you guys get a chance to check it out on uh, DBTV or on YouTube, check it out. DB Rev J versus Bo Boren. It was uh, both uh, out North of American Finals. Yeah, both out of Kentucky. Uh, so it was considered for us a, a local run. Wow, down the wire. I think uh, 175.4 for DB Rev J and Bo Bourne did a 175.3. So one tenth separated the two competitors. And 
Uh, I think Bo put up a number first, and then DB Rep J did, and then you know the final seconds, Bo uh, uh, tried to turn it on again, and you know just wasn't able to uh, capitalize. And big shout out to a DB Rep J, man. They're uh, they're oh, man. He he dethroned Bo Boren, huh? Yes. That's yes. that's a that's a feat. Exactly by a tenth of a DB, and it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know they're they're both gaming competitors, uh, yep. good sportsmen. At the end of the uh, the run, shook hands, took a picture, uh, you know, in front of their score. So uh, it was awesome. And and you know what, what that's gonna lead to, right? It's it's gonna it's gonna lead to uh, Bo Boren, you know, putting, oh, on, dude, putting in more hours back. of work. Oh yeah, exactly, oh, exactly. Yeah. So he he's gonna um, come back stronger. Oh yeah. Definitely. And, you know, I got a chance to talk to him after. And, uh, you know, Bo Boren, uh, you know, when I announced him uh, as the winner uh, on stage, I called him OG because he's, you know, an original gangster because we used to all compete, you know, back in the day. And, you know, he's he's still competing to this he day. Is. And I'm like, I'm like, Bo, man, how, how much longer are you going to do this? And and his answer to me was, you know, pretty profound. He says, you know what, I'm going to keep doing this until uh, that spark that I have every time I compete is gone. And I'm like, you know what, that that's, uh, totally makes sense. Because he was telling me yeah. every time he runs for that 30 seconds, he's, he's gone. He's like zoned out, you know, <laughs> and yeah. he has that, that spark and it's, as long as he keeps feeling that spark, he's going to keep continuing to compete. It's when that's gone is when he's going to hang it up is, is what he told me. And I, I thought that was uh, such a profound answer. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. I mean, no doubt we're going to be seeing him uh, for years to come. So And stronger. And stronger. <laughs> uh, for, and stronger. For um, Nick Semino piping in with uh, many championships have been won by a 10th. Exactly. Ain't no lie that there. That is so true. And, you know, um, I can recall people asking me when I would go, I used to go to finals and compete. They'd be like, well, what, uh, what score do you want, uh, are you going to hit today? You know, what score are you going to do? What score are you looking to do? And, I, and I'm like, I'm going to hit one what? tenth higher than my opponent because that's, that's all I need is just that's one right. tenth. So, so that, that's such a true statement. All right. So that um, was uh, three and four, right? That was five plus. Oh, five plus. That okay. five plus, yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, three and four was uh, wasn't that uh, what's his name? Before Gorman. Go oh, that was Gorman. Was three and four? Yeah, Gorman was three and four. Uh, okay. So okay, so five plus that's uh, Bo, and then he lost yep. to what was that again? Team Dream. DB Rev. Oh, DB, DB Rev. Rev J. DB yeah. Rev J. Yep. Okay. Uh, next up here, Super Street No Wall Team DTX Dan, <laughs> and the uh, the. The uh, the vehicle we all know and love the Ferino, the Ferino, however you pronounce it, the truck, uh -huh. um, with I believe some uh, entry level sundown speakers. Really, uh, did a one seventy point five, ended up taking first place uh, in the global competition. Uh, second place was DB Rev Patrick with the one sixty eight point two. I mean. Nothing to kind of shrug your shoulders about because I no. mean, both vehicles were loud. It's just that truck, man. It's wow. It's you could win world finals with essentially entry level speakers. <laughs> that's 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 something that's something to talk about for sure. Pretty silly. Um, Super Street OG 10K. Uh, we know that was the uh, new class added this year. Um, essentially, uh, what it sounds like uh, the original um, vehicles, uh, I should say, uh, rules-wise, um, it's not necessarily the old-school vehicles, but uh, the, right. uh, the rules. Um, it was won by a Slovenian or Slovenia venue with a okay. 161.7. Um, and then second place was a competitor out of the Kentucky venue, Team Crossfire Brandon. With a 160.8. Um, yeah, I mean, 
60 hertz, I think it was the yes. uh, peak or the uh, max uh, frequency. max frequency, and then 10,000 watts. Wow. Um, yeah. And you had to have an airbag. Yes. Yes, you got to have an airbag. Um, yeah. So it, it it seemed like, you know, a lot of the uh, European vehicles um, are known for the high frequency. Yes. Um, no know, airbags. Shows no airbags. <laughs> uh, so this this uh, particular competitor shows uh, his peak frequency was fifty four hertz. So that's oh. even that's like way below uh, what's the max is for that particular class. So yep. wow, yeah, one sixty one point seven. Um, moving on, Super Street X, first place was a competitor out of Slovenia. Uh, I think he's a veteran competitor, Nikos. Nikos Athanasialis. Yeah, Super Street X. Uh, 174.6. Uh, now, you want to talk about a frequency cap. This class had a frequency cap of 50 hertz. Yep. So, uh, for that score to be that loud, uh, that low of that a frequency, low. Yep. you know, that's, that's something... Uh, uh, something big as well. So, yeah, big uh, props out to uh, the guys out there representing uh, out there in Slovenia because, yeah, they've got the loud, some of the loudest vehicles uh, on the planet right now. So, oh, absolutely, which is cool that we got to do a true global. Um, you know, they finished up their portion of the competition at 12:30 p.m. or a.m. their time, so it was midnight plus 30 minutes. Um, out where they were and it was only noon yeah. where I was so <laughs> I I can recall Wayne going back to the venue at 2 30 a.m. uh 1 30 uh, was it one well, he said 1 30 is what he told oh, okay. me okay so it it was you know that early in the morning he had to be back at the venue right uh, make sure everything was all up and running uh, it was actually an open in invitation too to anybody who <laughs> wanted to go to the venue to check out, you know, the uh, the action from from Slovenia. Mm -hmm. I don't think too many people took that offer, but but uh, Wayne was there, uh, making sure everything ran smoothly. Um, uh, should I go through like base race too, or yeah, race race uh, real quick? Uh, Justin asked, uh, "Do I remember what JC's blue CRX burp back in the day?" I do not. Hmm. Sorry. Was he on the West Coast? Uh, he was. He was a um, he was a shop owner that would host uh, events here in Reno, and mm -hmm. uh, COVID got him. So uh, mm. he he passed with because of COVID. Um, but he was our oh. our venue for Reno for shoot. He was uh, it was um, uh, Rusty. And JC mm -hmm. and they like kind of built teams to compete against each other, locally, and it was oh, two stereo shops going to each other. They would have shows together. We'd have West Coast finale. The first West Coast finale was at Rusty's shop. The second one was at JC's shop. So you know, it, like I said, he was a big supporter of DB Drag, and like I said, uh, unfortunately, uh, COVID got him. So yeah, sorry to hear that. Yeah, so. Um, anyway, uh, so let's uh, get to base race. So the way base race worked is uh, the winner for each location got to go in. And so, oh, well, what I was saying about the um, wires. So when he put that back feed, it messed up my wires. And mm -hmm. actually, so when we went to base race after the clamped run, I kept getting mm -hmm. a red light right off the bat. And I couldn't mm. figure it out. I broke the system down to its bare basics, disconnected everything, was still getting red lit. And then eventually, um, eventually, uh, I started changing cables. I ended up changing my cables twice with brand new cables straight out of the package and wow. finally got everything to work. Uh, but it took us, what, like six runs? to um, finally get it to work uh, with the base race. So um, that's on me. Um, it was something I learned, you know, I've been doing this uh, 22, 23 years and, you know, learned something new that the back feeding onto the wires could actually mess up the wire permanently. 
And uh, so if I have that as an issue with that particular style of amp, um, I just need to get rid of that cable. So anyway, uh, sorry about that. Anyway, so base race, how did it go? So we had uh, Justin out of here, out of, or Josh out of uh, mm -hmm. California. Uh, yeah, so you were uh, explaining the uh, how it went, right? Yes. I'm not sure if you finished, but uh, just yeah. to let the, the listeners know, what was that again? It was, it so, was the winner of, of all each location. Each location, right. and then they were randomly put into the brackets. So you had four people mm -hmm. going head to head to head, and then so yeah. you know one versus four, two versus three, um, the winner of that advanced, and the winner of the other one advanced, and then we had a championship. So you had to win two rounds in base race to become a world champion. So where do we go there? Uh, starting off with the uh, 20s class. Yep. Uh, first place, uh, Audio Dreamland Chris. Again? Wow. Again, so he, he won a world championship. And, um, you know, re remember that name, Audio Dreamland Chris. But <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, he uh, took first place. Uh, he was actually last year's winner as well um so yeah he's just kind of building a legacy for himself <laughs> yeah but if, if you were to see how he base races and i'm sure you can check it out on dbtv um right. uh, during his runs man this dude is focused he's got himself a, a chair that he sits on um you know which a lot of uh, competitors oh. have kind of so we did talk to him and he said that was the first time he's ever used that chair Right? Oh, no, 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 I, no. That was I last think that week's was, guess. Yeah, that was his uh, teammate, I think, Directronics Matt. Yes, Directronics Matt class. said that was the first time yeah. he's ever used the chair. That's right. <laughs> and Sorry. If, if that's kind of like, if you guys are listening and watching, if that's kind of like some kind of tip is to sit in a chair and control your ride. I mean, I know there's some guys out there like Tennessee Base Racer guys. I think uh, Chris Gregory, you know, just just stands by his vehicle same thing with uh, uh david uh, McKay. mckay he just you know just stands but uh like like chris and matt uh they've they've got uh, they've got it down so you know why not sit in the chair and and you know this is not the first competitor i i think we started seeing this like way back on the west coast yeah um, like 2010 you, or something do you remember that guy? What's Hoodie. his name? Hoodie was, was yeah. I, I he was like the first competitor that I seen. Yeah. Just pull up a chair and just you know base race, which yep. you know now till now people are you know recreating it. It's just maybe something that you got all this uh, you know craziness going on. You know, getting yourself in the lane, getting make sure everything's plugged in. You know, why not sit in the chair and then be comfortable and and become focused. Uh, speaking of focus, there was um, a pop tart. Uh, uh -huh. I don't know if you saw on the footage, but he not. had this he had this construction helmet with these like, and it's funny he called them blinders. And and I was like, dude, that's <laughs> like it's like what a horse what they put on a horse to, yeah. uh, you know when they horse race so they don't have anything else distracting them. And that's exactly what he wore was this construction helmet uh, with like these. Uh, blinders to get them uh, to, to get them focused and and uh, whatever is going to get you focused is is probably something you should you should go with because right you know you need all the focus you can get when when you start doing these uh, base race runs um, uh, so yeah uh, audio dreamline Chris won it in the twenties class second place was Team DC Josh yep out of um, California. Yeah, he just got nervous and overshot. Did he? He did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he did a he did a great job all weekend, and mm -hmm. uh, that was his opportunity. Um, Justin Stolman, real quick, wants to know: so is base race ever going to adopt the rule like DB Drag, that if you win the class and the ring, you have to go up in class? And wasn't there a new rule made along those lines? Mm. Uh, yes, there was a rule made along those lines, and that's for DB Drag. Um, and there's no reason to do that for base race because in base race, the opportunity to win it multiple years in a row is now I'm not saying that DB drags easy, but if you've already built the car, 
it it makes you have to build a bigger car in this and it's only for the stock classes it's not for the super street classes so right. um nick samino saying pete sontag did that about 10 years ago that's when hoodie did it did also <laughs> okay so all right so and then 39.9 what do we got for 39.9 uh 39.9 winner was team crossfire brandon he was at the uh, kentucky location uh-huh. uh he's he's a veteran competitor um you know been multiple world finals he was actually a 2x judge um i say 2x because oh it's brandon you know, rosser that's the high... yes brandon yes, yes, rosser yes. okay uh so we all know um in order to become uh 3x anything higher 3x 4x you would pretty much have to give up competing altogether yeah um this is a competitor it was like you know i'm going to continue competing um so he's a I'm not sure if he's been judging events lately. But uh, I know, you know, I uh, haven't seen him. Anyway, hey, David mm-hmm. Wayne Hunt piping in with, how about uh, Street Stock 2K class? <laughs> uh, you'll have to go back and uh, <laughs> and listen it. because uh, we went over that a long time ago, sir. All right. Um, anyway, so um, who is he going against in the final run? It was... Uh... Slovenia, it was Rebel yes. Audio Team Milan. I can pronounce that. <laughs> but uh, I, I can recall there was uh, there were some ties. They actually, I believe, uh, Rebel broke out. And um, and then last couple of seconds, Brandon broke out. So oh. we know when that happens, it uh, you know automatically kicks it to like a tie. Tiebreaker. It, it was yep. like a tiebreaker round. So... Uh, man, so it was like Brandon could have won it, uh, uh, you know, earlier. But uh, unfortunately, he red-lighted as well. But fortunately, it's considered a tie, and they uh, went again. So okay. uh, good thing that uh, that happened. And then moving to the 40s. Who was our guest last week? Yeah. Direct Phonics Matt. Matt. Yeah. Yep. You should have seen he, Moses. <laughs> so Moses, he should have started outside his vehicle and stay started in. He grabbed his base knob, went to go jump out. It was wrapped around his gear shift. Oh. And so he's like, man. and I'm like, Moses, I got to close your door. And so we closed his door and he couldn't do anything except lose. So. Yeah. So, I mean, let that be like a tip for yes. um, up and coming base racers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somebody had mentioned, I think there was actually another competitor there at the Kentucky uh, venue that controlled his base race vehicle from inside. And it's, it's, it's kind of evolved now where, and Chris Gregory had mentioned it, that uh, his uh, Tennessee base racer guys, they don't even sit in the vehicle when they base race. Um, they're outside, they got their podiums. Because you never know, it's it gonna come down to, you know, the second tie when you have to be outside of your vehicle to, uh, you know, uh, control the next round or, or a base race. So, if you up and comers want a base race, start off already with your podium controlling the vehicle outside mm-hmm. with your vehicle turned off. So that would yep. be that'd be the number one reason. Case in point, uh, what happened with Moses, unfortunately. Yep. Um, who, who knows what could have happened, but Chivo says <laughs> that's like why that. he started running a system from outside his car to get yes. used to it. The base race thing. Yes. So. I mean, you still can, um, but you know, once you get to that level, you're going to get ties and then, yep. you know, second tie comes around and you got to, you got to go outside of your vehicle and, and uh, just, just be ready, be ready. First, first mm-hmm. tie, all the runs that, that would make a lot of sense. Um, and let's see here. Second place in the forties went to a competitor out of Canada team kilohertz, Eric. Um, and then the fifties class, uh, wow. I was actually a little surprised. Uh, it was a matchup with a team FX Jimbo and team ground zero Gregory from Slovenia and the victor, uh, Went to uh, Team Ground Zero Gregory. I think J- did Jimbo upset. I don't know. I yeah, you know what? I didn't get a chance upset. to ra- watch that run. Mm-hmm. So um, 
Uh, just real quick, I just want to mention what uh, David Wayne Hunt says. It's hard to jump from street stock 1K to pro stock 2K against these small cars doing 58s. So street stock 2K would give people like me another class to compete in. Uh, the problem with that is we tried that and we could not fill that many different classes. So um, we have to have limits on how many classes we can do. Um, and to be truthful, if you're in 1K and your world finals level that you're gonna potentially, you, know, you want a ring, your car is super efficient and adding power should get you in the ballpark with those 58s. Just my opinion uh, from some guy that may have done stuff like that back in the day is all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Uh, chiming in is uh, Michael Longstreet. Longstreet. He was the other competitor that uh, was in base race, controlling his vehicle on the inside. Oh. Like, dude, what if you have to go on the outside? And he he had his uh, system controlled by his uh, his iPod of all things. So oh, that's uh, that's what my uh, volumes iPod. Um. Uh. Uh. That's what um, what's his name did? He made he. He bought a little unit that he put on his mirror to control uh, Josh so he can control oh, okay. his vehicle from the outside. Uh, Dave says mm -hmm. uh, he did the regional champ so he doesn't get a chance to run for a ring. Um, uh, David, as a regional champ, you did not win a ring and therefore you're still eligible for that class again next year. You can remain in street stock because you did not win the ring. Um, uh, that's right. Nick Samia says you did not wear a ring, so you can compete again. He is correct. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, oh, he says, okay, really? Thanks. <laughs> All right. Hey, we need to get through these faster because we only got about eight minutes left in the podcast tonight. Ooh. So, um, uh, you know what? Uh, we'll we'll hit the rest of those. So we finished with base race. Uh, yeah. We still got um, top dog and freestyle, and then uh, so. But before cyclone. we get out of this, uh, cyclone. Um, we'll definitely hit cyclone mm. next week. Uh, oops, wrong button. This is what I want. Uh, so I've got. Where is Joel in here? Um, he wants to raise concerns about the distance of the meter at the rear of the vehicle for Pankadow. Hmm. Um, you uh, want or, to shorten it or, or, or he wants to raise suggestions. Uh, what are your suggestions, Joel? So, Pankadow. Yeah, um, at least I, I know I won't have no Wi-Fi buffering or anything, but I'm good in case it all goes down. <laughs> That's true. His base race technique. <clears throat> yes. Strategy. Um, anyway, so Joel, what, what would you suggest since you're one of the only Pankadow competitors there are out there? Um, he says up. Oh, that, that, that was for okay. the other questions. Uh, the meter, oh, okay. okay, so the meter uh, must be from the rear bumper. So he's thinking off the rear bumper ah. instead of the trailing edge of the vehicle. I mm -hmm. disagree with the rear bumper. <laughs> Um, hmm. Michael Longstreet, thanks for all these uh, for having these podcasts. I find them to be really helpful. Makes you think. Thanks, guys. That's from Michael Longstreet. <laughs> um, because not all doors are equal in size. I agree. So, but the, here's the problem: if we make it from the tailgate or from the bumper, somebody's going to start putting speakers in that door that they opened up, mm -hmm. and you're going to be three foot and so you're going to be directly under a speaker and you're going to have some erroneous numbers. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you, Jeffrey? Yeah. Um, I can see how he had want, he would want some, uh, to be measured from the rear bumper. Yeah. Um, but does he have speakers in his doors that, uh, help in, in the score? So, so he, he's got a hatch. So it goes up yeah. instead of opening sideways. Um, oh, okay. If you have one that opens sideways, like Jay's Alarms has a truck that literally opens to 90 degrees, 
So yeah. the trailing edge on his vehicle is his bumper. Ah. Okay. So uh, Eric Hansen jumping in, hey, let's make it six feet away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he knows nothing about Pankadow, So I know. <laughs> Who is it? Eric Hansen? Yeah, Eric Hansen. <laughs> no, he actually uh, was inquiring about it like he wanted to, to try it. So um, uh, you, you, there's you, some interest. Yeah, I, you know what? Um, he's uh, Joel's going to go down to Mexico and kind of introduce it down there also. He was up in mm -hmm. uh, Canada, and the guys there kind of jumped on. I think there were like four or five people competing. Um, oh, cool. He, he says, let's do this in Texas. If you show up with a Pankadow car, I guarantee Jeffrey will give you an entry for it. He'll allow you to enter any class you want. Um, so, but no, it, like I said, Pankadow is kind of interesting. It's a stunt mm -hmm. wall for people that don't know. Um, and, you know, uh, Joel does it. So the issue also with Joel's vehicle is it says any speaker larger than 10 inches is a subwoofer. Well, he's got two Pro Audio 15s that are true mid drivers. Wow, yeah, but they're but they're Pro Audio, right? So they're mid drivers. Yeah. And hey, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, bless you. Um, uh, he's shaking his no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's you shaking your head. No, you're not going to allow him to do it. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, so he gets put in the van for woofer category. Um, and then obviously his, you know, his tailgate opens, his tailgate goes like three feet from the back of his van. And then I got to be three feet from the trailing edge of the wow. vehicle. Yeah. So that's going to put me another. So he's like six, seven feet from where his speakers are. So, yeah, Eric says he currently doesn't own a car, so he can build anything he wants. <laughs> can uh, can Joel modify that uh, that uh, hatch or? I mean, so, does does like the glass part just open up? Well, even then, you still have to still have to take. It'd be the furthest point yeah. from the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I can see that. That's a little tough. Yep. So I did see some other cars doing pank it out somewhere. And they actually had um, speakers hanging off of their, um, I mean, for lack of a better term, they like, imagine like you go to a concert and the PA speakers that hang from the struts above, they have a system built onto their tailgate that did that. So that brought their speakers further out. So, um, and then, you know, another one of the rules says, uh, it has to be a minimum of three feet from the ground. So we tried some tests with Joel's car and got it, yeah. uh, you know, tried up higher and whatnot. And it was not good. <laughs> no, his like to be much closer to the ground. I'm guessing he's coupling with some kind of reflections from the ground would be my guess. Hmm. So, um, but we're already at 59 minutes, Jeff. Whoa. That seemed really quick tonight. Yeah. I think these rules episodes kind of seem to go that way. They do. Um, and we really didn't have any rule questions other than that. It, yeah. was, it was more of a recap, in which was cool. I enjoyed the recap. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. We'll finish it up. Uh, who do we have on next week? We have, uh, we mentioned him earlier yeah. uh, in the podcast here. It's... Uh, Audio Dreamland Chris, the winner yep. of both um, Trunk and Face Race. So he's a champ champ. I, I called him a champ champ on the uh, the stage because uh, he's like a double champion. It, and it's actually his second year uh, winning in a base race. I'm not sure if he won Trunk last year. He he might have, but... Uh, but he's back-to-back yeah. base race. Yes. And last yeah. year and last week we had back-to-back forty-nine-nine base race champion. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, you know if you guys are watching and you want some, you know, tips from these the world new champions. Trunk King the, Chris. Yes, the Trunk King. Um, 
you know, get on the show next week and, uh, you know, be sure to ask him these questions. Uh, I'm sure he's uh, he's an open book. He'll he'll uh, he might not tell you all the secrets, but uh, he'll give you he'll definitely give you some tips. Yeah, he'll get you going in the right direction. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, another thing we're going to do next week is uh, if you guys like, uh, we are going to give away a T-shirt live on the podcast again. Uh, it'll be a World Finals. I believe it's a 2016 T-shirt. I got multiple sizes in that. Oh. Um, so we can vote that. I would give away uh, some of the this year's World Finals T-shirts, uh, <laughs> but I only have uh, 3X and... I think, hold on, let me check. I'll tell you right now. The only sizes I got left um, are, um, what the heck? Uh, okay, so I got three 3Xs and one 6X. And I'll tell you right now, that 6X is big. Wow. Yeah. So, but anyway, so we're going to start giving away, you know, some more stuff. I'm going to give away the 2016 World Finals t-shirt. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, is that what this year is? Can you see what this one says? <laughs> what uh, oh, that was 2012. That was back when oh. they had it in March. It was for, oh, okay. Uh, oh, uh, when we were time. at down in uh, Lake Paris. Paris. Yeah. Yeah. You were in Paris and I was in uh, Florida. Oh, there that, you go. Uh, and year. Paris is yeah. real close to where you lived at the time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jose Ramos popping in. What did you miss? Hey, we're going to talk about um, <laughs> Tiffany says she'll wear a 3X. Um, uh, Jose Ramos. So uh, next week we're going to continue the rundown and we'll get to um, Cyclone next week. So tune in next week. Or anyway, you yeah. guys could just check it out on dbdragracing.com. Yeah, it's, there you go. If you, it's on the website. Yeah, if you want to see that, dbdragracing.com or YouTube, dbdragracing or dbtv or something like that. Uh, dbtv.com, that's what it was. Yeah. Which will take you to the YouTube page. Uh, can I modify my rear door? And it is allowed. I think it is allowed, Joel. So, oh, yeah, we'll go over Top Dog and all that. Anyway, hey, guys, um, I got to get going. Uh, there's no old people here in Reno that bowl, so I can't beat up on old folks out here. Uh, um, oh, Salise popping in says thanks for everything, guys. Um, oh, thank you. I mean, the accommodation she had for us, the judges. Oh, I mean, you know, Doug. It oh, was yeah. Just like, you know, top notch. Yep. Um, you know, she got they us show in the their hotel, appreciation. Right? Yes, yes, definitely. So yes, uh, you know, I was thanking Salise for you know, all, all the uh, accommodations and, you know, just made it that much more laid back and, you know, <laughs> an easy time to be judging at, uh, at finals. So thank yep. you, uh, Elise. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, with that being said, um, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Five oh, real show. quickly. Okay. I got a, I got oh, a show. That's right. Tell me about uh, your show. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, right over my shoulder here, uh, Sunday, October 15th. Uh, Crossfire Car Audio, we're uh, yep. kicking it back up again. Um, Trying to get points actually, early. Yeah, <laughs> we actually never stop. But uh, our next show is going to be Sunday, October 15th, uh, Grapevine, Texas. If you guys are uh, in that area, definitely come check it out. It's going to be an earlier start time. Um, we're out of the Beat the Heat series evening you shows. Go. You know, we're in October now, so we're going to start up again uh, in the mornings, 11 a.m. on a Sunday uh, so definitely check out dbdragracing.com for the uh, details. And speaking of giveaways, we're going to do a couple of giveaways at the show. We got a bunch of uh, world final hats. Oh. Um, Sweets was able to uh, to get to us to um, get out to the show. We got some uh, some jerseys to give out as well. Um, you guys might have seen them on on the on the on the show on uh, dbtv.com, but we got a few of those. Uh, we don't have a 6X, but uh, we got a bunch of <laughs> XLs. And, uh, oh, we also got this, uh, this this bag here, which let me – we got a couple of these bags to give out. Oh, um, I, I you know what? I can throw one of those in with the yeah. last year World Finals. I can throw a bag in there. 
this uh what do they call it the uh it, it's um some kind of bag it's a pull string uh yeah. type bag oh yeah. yeah yeah definitely so we'll be giving out some of those at the at the next show coming up also we got a couple of the uh 25th anniversary um jerseys these are uh, definitely oh, collectors items left huh yes we have some of these left um got a bunch of different sizes um you'll have to go to the show to find out <laughs> but uh, we'll be giving some of those out so definitely uh that's this sunday um grapevine texas 11 a.m perfect that sounds awesome <laughs> all right guys uh once again we like to thank our sponsors remember support those who support the things that you like to do guys like ebox design and install crossfire car audio and voodoo customs uh, thank you. To, thanks to them for sponsoring the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next week at 530 California time. The only time that does matter. Peace. We out. Whoa, whoa.